You are listening to the Grand Canyon TV audio tour for Yavapai Point. Now, how exactly do you get to Yavapai Point? Well, you can navigate to Yavapai Point by typing Y-A-V-A-P-A-I point into your GPS. It is also referred to as the Yavapai Geology Museum. And if you're not traveling in your own vehicle, you can get to Yavapai Point by way of the Orange Shuttle Bus. Yavapai Point does have a parking lot. However, if you are traveling with a large RV or trailer, I recommend parking at Mather Point and using the shuttle buses. Now, when you arrive at the parking lot, you will find restrooms. These are the only restrooms for the area. From Yavapai Point, you can walk to Mather Point, and you can also walk to the Grand Canyon Village. So as you're walking towards the canyon from the parking lot, heading to the right would take you back to Mather Point, or heading to the left would take you to Grand Canyon Village. Roughly, walking to Mather Point would take around 30 minutes, and walking briskly to the village would take around an hour. As you make your way from the restrooms or the parking lot, if you look at the widest parts of the pathway, you should be able to look up and see the stone building that is the Yavapai Geology Museum. So, talking about geology, notice all the white and yellowish rock that the building is constructed from. This is the same white and yellowish rock that you've probably been seeing all around the south rim of the Grand Canyon at the top of the Grand Canyon. This is limestone, and limestone is formed at the bottom of the ocean. In this limestone, you could actually find sea fossils in certain parts of the Grand Canyon. I'll explain that in other audio tours. Now, this limestone is called Kaibab limestone. That is that K word, K-A-I-B-A-B, Kaibab limestone. Kaibab is the Paiute word meaning mountain lying down. You will find that word Kaibab used frequently around the park. To the Paiutes, the Grand Canyon was best described as an inverted mountain. And why not? It's got snow up top and all sorts of rivers and creeks throughout it, much like a mountain. Yet, in a lot of ways, it's also like a mountain lying downwards. Also note, there are more than a dozen indigenous tribes who have connections to the Grand Canyon. Yavapai is one of those tribes. Pai means people, as in Havasupai, Wallapai, Havasupai, people of the blue-green water, Wallapai, people of the tall pines, and Yavapai, as in Yavapai Point, means people of the sun. As you can see, Yavapai Point is a fantastic place to watch the sun rise or the sun set. 
as the right side of the Geology Museum will give you a great view of sunrise. The left side or west side of the Geology Museum gives you an absolutely beautiful sunset. Now, let's talk about the museum itself. Inside the museum, you will find all sorts of interpretation of theories of how the Grand Canyon was formed. You will also find a display case showing the different fossils which have been found in the layers of the Grand Canyon. So, you can imagine the further you drop down into the Grand Canyon, the older the fossils you will find. I like to think of it like a laundry basket. As clothing is thrown into the laundry basket, the oldest clothing is at the bottom. Now, something incredible about Grand Canyon is that all these layers of rock, which were basically sediment from ages past, all of these layers are below your feet no matter where you live. Yet, what is unique about Grand Canyon is that this land lifted up from the Pacific tectonic plate tucking under the North American plate. All right, imagine all that earthquake activity that happens in California. This is the Pacific plate tucking under our North American plate. This land has pushed way up above sea level at Yavapai Point, you are standing 7,083 feet or 2,150 meters above sea level. Water always wants to go back to sea level. So when water evaporates off the oceans and flows to mountaintops and falls as snow, that is going to create a river. And that river is going to continue to push towards the ocean. So you can imagine the effect of this on the Grand Canyon as this land lifted up, the water pushing through it as it lifted little by little, more water pushing through it, almost like a table saw cutting through wood. Also, you can imagine that rain and snow are going to be eroding at the sides of the Grand Canyon. According to the signage in the Geology Museum, the Colorado River did not cross the western boundary of the modern Grand Canyon before six million years ago. That's the Grand Wash Cliffs. They don't believe that this Colorado River was coming through this area before six million years ago. And sediments from this region do not appear in the Gulf of California until 5 million years ago. So remember, I said all rivers flow to the ocean. The Colorado River is located at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. It originates in the Colorado Rockies, and it makes its way out to the ocean just below Arizona and California in Mexico, the Gulf of California. By analyzing the sediments at the bottom of the Gulf of California and the rocks of the Grand Canyon, the official estimate is that the Grand Canyon began to form five to six million years ago. Because this land lifted up as the river was cutting into it, we have 
all these layers revealed to us. Whereas in other parts of the world, this would be hidden underground. And if you began to dig a hole in places like New York, Florida, Great Britain, Indonesia, you would hit groundwater very quickly and you would not be able to see all of these layers of rock. So remember, as you are looking out to the Grand Canyon, you are seeing an often hidden history of the world. It's like a look behind the curtain. Even though the Grand Canyon is believed to have started to form five to six million years ago, the rock layers that are revealed because of the Grand Canyon are much older than that. As I said earlier, the top white yellowish layer is the Kaibab limestone. And note, oceans are believed to have come through here more than eight different times because of all the different layers of limestone in the Grand Canyon. So this top layer of limestone, the newest rock, is dated through its sea fossils. And yes, I said sea fossils. You are going to find these throughout Grand Canyon. So this top layer of Kaibab limestone is dated to be 270 million years old. In fact, no dinosaur fossil has ever been found at the Grand Canyon. And this is because those layers would have already washed away. All of the layers containing dinosaurs already eroded away from the top of the Grand Canyon. So every layer that we're seeing in the Grand Canyon is older than dinosaurs. Some of the earliest animal fossils found at the Grand Canyon are trilobites. These fossils are from 400 to 500 million years ago. Now, I could go on and on about geology, yet I think that can be its own audio tour. So you're going to find in the Geology Museum, there are also park rangers who do daily geology talks at the Yavapai Geology Museum. Just look on the park website or look for some of the postings around the park or even just talk to the people working in the Geology Museum to find out when these free ranger programs take place. Also, if you are interested in geology, remember I said you can walk from Yavapai Point to the Grand Canyon Village. As you begin walking west, basically to the left of the Geology Museum, you are going to start upon what they call the Trail of Time. The Trail of Time is the world's largest geoscience exhibition. And most of this is along a paved pathway, which is wheelchair and stroller accessible. So as you walk from the Geology Museum, you will begin to find large rocks on display out in the open air. You're actually encouraged to touch them. And these are the actual rocks from the layers of the Grand Canyon. This was a massive project put together with Carl Karlstrom and Laura Crossy, and it took years to create this. So I highly, highly recommend walking the Trail of Time. It's a way that you can see and touch every rock layer of the Grand Canyon, 
by staying on a nice, easy, flat pathway. As you walk westwards towards the Grand Canyon Village, the rocks are going to get older and older. So you're going to start by seeing some of the top layers, like some of the volcanic rock and that limestone. There's even a piece of limestone with sea fossils embedded in it. They picked this one on purpose and put it on display just for you. So as you walk towards the village, you're going to see the rocks getting older and older as if you are going deeper and deeper into the Grand Canyon. Now you might want to coordinate because like I said, it can take an hour to walk to the Grand Canyon Village without even stopping. So you might want to have somebody drive ahead that can meet you there. You might want to ride a bus to Grand Canyon Village and walk it backwards. Or you might want to walk it and then you can ride a shuttle bus back to your car at Yavapai Point. Just be sure to check all the shuttle bus times and everything to be sure you can get back to your car before the shuttle buses stop running. And if you want to see those oldest layers of rock at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, you would head over to a place called Vercamps. So Vercamps is located near El Tavar and the Hopi House in the Grand Canyon Village. From there, you can walk eastwards along the Trail of Time to find those oldest rocks. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Crocky Meshkin, and this Grand Canyon audio tour is brought to you by clothingofthegods.com. If you are looking for Grand Canyon t-shirts, stickers, and posters, many of which are priced less than $20 USD, and all of which are made from 100% natural fabrics, go to clothingofthegods.com and you will find Grand Canyon t-shirts with graphics showing the rims of the Grand Canyon compared to the tallest structures in the world. That's clothingofthegods.com.